so welcome you all to the third edition of B2B Bench with Amplis. Today, the session would be hosted by me and Lakshman. And uh, we have nine speakers today, uh, different industry leaders joining us from the marketing and sales uh, backgrounds. And we'll be talking about everything B2B marketing, sales, and growth today in this event. So our first guest uh, today is uh, Jonathan Offre. Uh, he is the CEO of Growth Hackers, and he would be presenting on why and how uh, to create a marketing ecosystem. So Jonathan, uh, off to you. Uh, thank you, uh, Debati. Uh, uh, hello, everyone. Um, maybe I'm going to share my screen. A very short presentation. Uh, very short presentation is going to make uh, all this visible. Uh, yes. Uh, so yeah, today um, I'm going to introduce you uh, um, how and why to build a marketing ecosystem. And I just wrote not only Facebook um, Facebook ads. Why? Because so many people ask me, "Oh, can you can uh, can you run some Facebook ads?" At the end of the day, it's not always the only thing you should do. And maybe it's not the best. So let's um, let's start. Uh, first, I will quickly introduce myself so you will understand why uh, why I can talk today and why makes why I have the right experience. Then, why this diversifying your marketing? Why you should do this? Then I will share. Uh, so it's good that the reality that you are sharing, uh, you are recording, um, recording the screen. I will share a few diagram and a few metrics. Sure. Uh, why? Because I saw that um, I know that a lot of people in webinars they like to have a, a classic diagram. They take a picture. It just makes sense. So I will just share this. After we go with the Q and A. So about myself, very quickly, so you can hear my accent. Uh, so even if I'm based in Taiwan, I'm not from Taiwan originally, I'm from, uh, from France. Uh, I used to live in the US, in the UK, in Spain, in Australia, a bit all around the world. And I worked with companies from, uh, from almost every country. I would say not every country, but more than 90 countries. So I've done business. Uh, with most of the world, with uh, with most of the countries, the language and everything, and so I have a lot of. I think I have a large experience uh, helping businesses uh, with uh, with sales, with lead generations, with marketing, and um, so I'm not going to say exactly why we created, but you see on the right, on the right side of the screen, uh, there's more than just Facebook advertising. There's email marketing, there's web design, there's conversion rate optimization, and so on. So now, why, why you should not just do uh, one channel? Why creating a marketing ecosystem? So first is to avoid channel, channel dependence. So for example, if you do Facebook advertising, uh, and to move, uh, um, a lot of advertisers come on Facebook and then the cost per sale or cost per lease per, per lead go up the roof. Then you can't, then you don't make any more profits. So you have to find other channels to get cheaper leads or cheaper sales. But there's another way. It's like sometimes Facebook is going to change their policy. For example, before you could sell um, e-cigarettes or CBD oil on Facebook and then they change it. So if you only did Facebook advertising at the time, then you, you, then you are done, then you, you don't have any more marketing. And I talk about Facebook advertising, but it's true for many, many things. Like I knew some um, e-commerce stores, they were only selling on Amazon. And then Amazon removed their stuff from Amazon and that's it. They, 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 they lost almost all their sales from one day to another. 
So those are two examples why you have to diversify because if you put all your eggs in the same basket, if that basket drops or if that basket falls, your whole business falls. So it's good to diversify your marketing. And that's why it's less, less risky. Um, also, it will allow you to, to, um, to grow because if, if Facebook advertising or Amazon advertising is working well today, but you, you try maybe, I don't know, blogging or SEO or going to events or doing any other strategies, it might take you time at the beginning, but you might find new ways to, to, uh, to grow your business. And then maybe that news channels, let's say going to an event, is going to be, go is going to be much much better than Facebook ads or Google ads or anything. So maybe you want to pivot your strategy, and maybe you want to uh, you want to invest more in this new channel. So the thing is, having different um, different strategies, uh, the, uh, trying different strategies, it's um, it's less risky. You will grow your business faster, and it will also prepare your business or your company to uh for future changes because you never know what's going to happen in the future so it's never have all your um eggs in the same basket and try to diversify your marketing and now i want to share a few metrics with you like how you can um you can find which channel works or which channel doesn't work out to test those so one is it's um it's a it's a kind of a funnel that we developed at uh, growth cycles uh, it's pretty simple. It's first you start with an idea, an assumption. Like you try, you, you start with, um, okay, maybe this channel, Twitter or blogging or SEO or any or conversion rate optimization is going to work. You, you don't know. You never know if it's going to work, honestly. You, you might have an idea and assumptions, but you never know. So what you want to do is how you're going to define if it's working. So you have to set your metric or your KPI. Is it... Uh, the number of traffic you're going to generate, the number of leads, the number of sales, what's your metrics? Then once you know an ID and a metric, you have to do some tests. You have to test your copy, you have to test your speech if you are uh, going to an event, you have to test different uh, visuals, maybe uh, a video, a pictures, you have to test different things. And then when you've got this, you're going to gather data, you're going to also gather feedback from people, and uh, you will know what works and what doesn't work. And if, let's say, a channel is working, uh, a new channel is working, then you have to double down or put more budget on this one and uh, remove or delete or cancel what's not working and try to optimize what's working. And then, as you can see on this diagram, on the left, it's written scale and automate. Why, again, a lot of people tell me, oh, I want to automate my marketing. I want to automate this and that. Automating is the last thing you have to do, never the first thing. Why? Because automating something takes so much time. So the thing is, you don't want to automate something that doesn't work because you're going to waste a lot of time. What you want to do is make sure that something is working. And then once you've got a channel or you've got um, like a marketing channel or a product or a feature that is working, then you want to automate what you're doing. But don't automate at the beginning, automate at the end. And then uh, I think that, that's it for um, how you, ch you find new channels and how you find new features or new products. 
Uh, then I want to share quickly two other, um, two other metrics, that, uh, two other diagrams that I find very important in, in business in general, not only to build a mar uh, marketing ecosystem. It's this one. This one, it's, um, it's, a, it's a growth hacking metric or it's a private metric. It's also called the AARRR metrics. Uh, so it's acquisition, activation, retention, revenue, referrals. So what you want is to acquire users. Then you want to activate them to make sure that they use your product or use your, uh, your service and they, they're happy with it. Then you want to retain them. Because, for example, for an app, you want to download, you want people to use it, but you, you don't want to, people to delete it the day after or forget about it. So you want people to keep using your app or your product or your service. And then after this, what you want, once you've got users and users are staying on your, uh, are keep, keep using your product or your app or anything, you want to, uh, you want to increase your revenue. So um, push your users to, uh, to purchase your product, to, to, uh, to buy anything. And at the end, you want your happy users of course, not your unhappy users, your happy users to invite their friends. Because if they are happy, they will be, they will be pleased to invite their friends or their colleagues or their uh, fellow uh, entrepreneurs or anything. So you need to find a system that's going to entice them to invite who they know. PayPal uh, did this very well. Uber did this very well. Airbnb did this very well. Referral marketing is a channel that almost costs you nothing is going to um, is going to uh, grow your business very quickly. Uh, then a last metric is uh, just to de define quickly what growth hacking is. Uh, in my opinion, growth hacking is between product development, data, and marketing. Uh, it's it's um, in my experience before I work in product departments, uh, product uh, development departments, and marketing departments. But there was nowhere there, there was nowhere the link between products and marketing. So products uh, team was making a product as they was telling the marketing team to sell it. But the thing is, worker sucking. What it does is you try to market a product, but according to the data you gather, the feedback you gather, you try to improve the product. So growth hacking is growing the marketing channels, but growing the product at the same time. And I think that's it for today, but just a lot of people tell me like, oh yeah, but I don't have, I don't need marketing. I don't need uh, growth hacking or anything. I have a great product. So if you think you don't need marketing, to, uh, it means you, you still believe in Santa Claus. Maybe, maybe, you, I mean, if you believe on it, it's good for you. But the thing is, if you've got the best product ever, but no marketing, people will not find it. It's just not how it works anymore. I guess it was working at, at some point in, uh, in the time, but in, in the digital age, that's not how it works. You need, you need marketing. It doesn't mean you need to pay for marketing, but you still need to market your product. Uh, and um, finally, I just want uh, maybe, yes, I have two, two more things. He has some uh, things you want to track when you want to grow your product. Uh, it's traffic, it's leads, it's sales, it's cost per lead, cost per sales. Why I'm saying this? Because I see a lot of entrepreneurs or business owners who tell me, oh, I've got, uh, I don't know, 10,000 Facebook likes or 1 million Instagram followers or any kind of metrics that I don't really care. If you have a business, if you want to grow it, you need sales, you need leads. Um, you, you don't need followers or you don't need likes. You need users and you need customers. 
And um, finally, to, um, to, to build your ecosystem, uh, there's two books that I really uh, recommend. Uh, it's, it's, not my, it's not by me, so I'm not promoting myself. Don't worry. Uh, the, the first one, I think, is a classic one. Uh, it's called Traction, How Any Startup Can Achieve, achieve uh, Explosive Growth or Customer Growth. It, this is, um, it gives you an overview of how many uh, channels you can use. I think uh, this book gives you 17 different channels. So this is not only Facebook ads. It gives you a lot of ideas, what kind of channels you can implement for your business. It's really, uh, it's really interesting. It doesn't go too much in detail, of course, because there's 17 channels. But it can give you a lot of ideas on what you can test. And then there's Hacking Growth for, by uh, Sean Ellis. Uh, this is more, it gives you more like um, detailed guides and detailed techniques and um, a growth mindset that you can apply to your business to, to grow your business. I think you can, um, I think you have a look to those two books. They are really, really good uh, as they will give you a good overview of what you can do with your business, how to grow it fast. And I think that's, um, that's it for me today. Uh, so if you have any questions about um, uh, marketing, growth, uh, ecosystem, uh, you can ask me now, you can contact me later. Hey, Jonathan, thank you so much for the uh, presentation. It was really insightful. Uh, I have some questions actually coming in, so I'll uh, start asking yes. you those. Uh, so the first question that we have is, uh, what are the key touch points of building a healthy, ma healthy marketing ecosystem? So, um, I'm sorry, what, what did you mean at the beginning? So, what are the key touch points of building a healthy marketing ecosystem? Um, so, the thing is, uh, first, I would say the first touch, touch point is a mindset. The man, mindset of you have to conti continuously grow and improve your business. So, the thing is, if you think what you have right now is working, try to find other way, ways to improve what you have and try to always think, oh, maybe there's always, always um, new ways to do it better and new ways to acquire your customers. Because if you think you've got the, the perfect business, the perfect, perfect sales funnel or perfect uh, marketing strategy, you're wrong. I mean, I don't have it. I don't have it for myself. I don't have it for, for my clients. We can, you can always, it starts with the mindset. You always have to have this mindset that you can always improve and make it better. And then one, once you have this mindset of you want to improve, then what you, you want to do is finding problems. Always finding a problem, but more importantly is finding a solution. Uh, because I hate when people come to me with a problem, I want people to come to me with a solution. So if you come to me with, oh, I, I found this issue, I found this problem, and, and you, leave it, you leave it here, they just give me stress, I hate it. So come, come to me with a problem and you tell me, oh, you have a problem, I think I have three solutions. Then try those three solutions, and that's uh, try those three, three solutions because you don't you don't really know which one's going to work. You you might have an idea. Again, it goes back. You might, might have an idea, but you have to test those. And so find try to find a problem and try to find a few solutions, and then you will uh, you will use the process I, I explained before to find what's working and not. Got it. Next question we have, Jonathan, is uh, how has COVID-19 altered the evolution of marketing ecosystem? So COVID-19, um, so, so 
So marketing ecosystem is different for each, I will say, um, each, uh, each company is very different. Uh, but the thing is in marketing, especially it, um, thanks or because of COVID-19, uh, digital marketing first is going to become more and more important. Uh, as we, as we can see any, any, uh, business, uh, who did e-commerce, I mean, for example, uh, Amazon is uh, growing so, uh, so much faster because why retail stores are closed, restaurants are closed, all the business are closed. So e-commerce is really, really important. Uh, the thing is the marketing is ecosystem, as uh, the marketing ecosystem that you build, I think if you add many different channels where you, you could uh, sell uh, your product in many different ways, COVID-19, could help you pivot much more easily because you add many different channels. But the thing is, if you were only focusing on one channel to, to sell your product, COVID-19 might, might have killed your business because that channel doesn't work anymore. As the benefit of having this ecosystem is, okay, one channel doesn't work anymore, such as face-to-face -face, because it's much harder to do face-to-face, -face. but it's okay because I was doing, uh, I don't know, I was doing, I had a blog and because the blog was uh, bringing me leads, it's okay. So the thing is, COVID-19 um, kind of push uh, companies to go more digital, that's for sure. Uh, but you need to be also a bit fortunate. Some, some businesses, such as tra travel, like Airbnb is so hard for Airbnb now, it's on, almost not predictable. But because Airbnb is all about tourism, people traveling and going to someone's place, someone else's place it doesn't really matter about how many channels that we have working on. It's just so hard because the whole tourism industry is, uh, is down for, for, for quite some time, unfortunately. So I think building a market, marketing ecosystem protects you from an event like COVID-19. But if you were not fortunate enough, if you were in an industry where COVID-19 which just really eat you in the face, you can't do anything. The worst industry I can think of is nightclubs nightclubs i mean it's not going to reopen for for for, for a very long time so if you had a nightclub you can't really do anything i mean facebook ads doesn't really work i guess all right uh so the next question we have jonathan is uh, which companies are great examples of building a great marketing ecosystem like according to you which companies have done it the best um i i would say um so like, even if I don't like, uh, like I have my coffee, uh, I don't, uh, I, I love coffee, but I don't, I'm not a big fan of Starbucks coffee, the quality, but I really like their brands. Uh, as, as they've got uh, Starbucks, uh, you, don't, you like the coffee or not, it's not really important. I think that they've got such a strong brand and they have so many different ways to market their coffee because at the end, they are just a coffee shop. I mean, they're just a coffee shop and, uh, but they can market them brand with, uh, with referral marketing, with blogging, with social media, with uh, retail stores, with promotions, with events on the street. You see events on the streets everywhere. They, 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 have got, they created such an incredible uh, marketing ecosystems where they almost use every cha channels out there to market their product. So I would say Starbucks is, um, is really incredible in terms of branding, uh, if any, well, they could still improve their coffee quality, I guess, but uh, they can, I think they've got a very good uh, marketing ecosystem. Got it, got it. 
so the next question that we have is uh, what are the three most common mistakes businesses make while building an ecosystem um being uh, i would say uh, i would say is being stubborn uh with something uh and uh, sometimes you think that um something is going to work because you know a fellow entrepreneurs or businessman or marketers who told you it's working uh, they tell you, oh, Google Ads is working so well for me that you should do it. But Google advertising is not good for every business. It's good for some business. It's not good for others. It's not because it works for someone else that's going to work for you. So the thing is, once you try, um, I would say once you try something, uh, you, you don't give up right away, of course. You don't give up after two days, but you, you have to test something, a strategy, but don't don't be stubborn. Like if it's not working, just give up. Try something else. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Give up. Give up on one channels and don't. Uh, don't. Um, don't be stubborn. It, it doesn't matter if it doesn't work for you. There's maybe a reason. Maybe you, your audience is not there, or maybe your your, your market is not there. So I think there's one thing. So so don't be stubborn. And um, three things. Well, it's 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 it's, 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 it's a tough one. Um, it's uh, don't be stubborn, always evolve also, uh, because uh, I think it's what I was saying at the beginning is if you, if you find a channel, so again, we talk about Google Ads, if you find a channel that works now, it might not work next week or it might not work in one month. Why? Because the trends are changing. So, so you need to always be changing. So for what's working today, might not be working uh, tomorrow or, or next month. So you need to change, even if you find the perfect, let's say pictures and copy and audience and everything that is working well today, it might not work next, next month. So you always need to optimize you, every challenge you are, you are doing to always find, um, uh, find uh, what's working, what's not. So it's evolution, uh, adapt uh, uh, and change. Um, I think I would say that's, um, that's the two main points. The three, I'm not quite sure about the third one. Okay, thank you, Jonathan. Actually, uh, really helpful for all these questions. We have like uh, plenty of other questions as well. So I'll send that over to you. Probably you can answer them for uh, the audiences who've asked those questions. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, yeah. Hope thank you, Debati. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Debati. Uh, I'm going to answer. I, I received the question now. I'm going to answer them. Thank you for the invitation. It was a great pleasure. And talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, thank you for watching the recording. Do check us out at Ambers B2B Bench for more such killer content. Also, don't forget to go to www.amplus.com and book your free demo for Amplus Enterprise version to rate your next customer.